Welcome to the Weights and Wine Podcast. This is a podcast for all the girlies who love to lift super heavy weights, eat their body weight and protein, get their steps in, and also eat mozzarella sticks, fried calamari, and take some tequila shots over the weekend. If this sounds like you and you are a fit girlie who loves balance, then you're in the right place. I'm your host, Nedaveda. Let's get into this episode. Okay, you guys. I'm actually serious when I say that I am so excited for this episode. It's all about protein, and y'all know I freaking love protein. If protein was a person, I'm pretty sure it would be go because that's how much I love it. We are talking all about how to sneak in protein because, as we all know, protein is the goat. Protein is an essential. Protein is the tried and true of the whole fitness field, fitness realm, fitness game. If you don't eat your protein, literally, what the fuck are you doing? You are not making these gains efficient enough. So without further ado, I'm excited. We're going to review lots of the basics about protein, and then we're going to go into ways to sneak it in. Because just like you, I struggle with getting inadequate protein sometimes, but we're in this journey together. So let's talk about protein. Back to basics, what is protein? Let's review. Protein is made up of chemical building blocks called amino acids that your body uses to build and repair muscle and bones and to make hormones and enzymes. Why protein is so important, and when I say why it's important, I'm talking about adequate protein daily, or at least 80% of the week. Why it's important. Because yes, it's great that people eat protein and yes, you should get more of it into your diet. But unless you are actually eating an adequate amount daily, like day after day after day, or at least six out of the seven days of the week, you are just hindering your gains. Like you really want to hit that protein daily. And the reason it's so important is because like, obviously it's what we need to make muscle, right? When you're strength training, your body is breaking down that muscle. So when you fuel your body with protein, protein helps to rebuild that muscle. And long story short, it basically just converts that part of your body into lean toned muscle. And that's how you get that lean toned look. That's how you build and repair your muscle. So That's a huge part of why protein is important. And again, it's great if you have your protein and it's great if you hit it one day, but nothing happens just one time. You have to be consistent and you have to keep going at it day after day after day. So aside from being what makes our muscle be muscle, other benefits of protein and again, having adequate protein include speeding up recovery after exercise or injury, reducing muscle loss, building lean muscle helping maintain a healthy weight and curbing hunger as protein is very satiating. Now, how much protein do we need? Ideally, it's about 0.8 to 1 gram of protein per body weight. So for example, if you weigh 150 pounds, you take 150 times 0.8 and you would need about 120 grams to start. And that's a high number, especially when you're focusing on incorporating whole foods, it's really hard to hit that number. 
and you're going to be eating a lot of meat and a lot of chicken and a lot of tuna and a lot of tofu. Um, you can obviously supplement, but again, supplements, we want to use secondhand. You don't ever want to rely on supplements, but going back to how much protein you need, you start off with that 120 grams. If you weigh 150 pounds over time, you want to try and hit that 150 mark, especially once you're more advanced into the fitness game and you're more comfortable in the gym and you're continuing to go and lift and build lean muscle you can increase gradually over time. Now there's always a range because you never want to give an exact number. Like even with macros and calories and carbs and proteins and fats, there's always a range that you should be falling in. Don't ever think like just because an app tells you to eat 1,956 calories that you have to hit that mark every single time. If it's 1,956, for example, you have a buffer of like 1,850 to 2050. Like I always give like a 150, like a 150 to 100 calorie buffer because you're a human and this is not Tetris. You're not going to hit it exactly every single time, but you try your best. So aim to eat about 0.8 to one gram of protein per pound of body weight that you currently have. Now looking at the number, it's big, but you can just break it down. You want to aim to eat about 25 to 35 grams of protein per meal. So that's breakfast, lunch, and dinner with some snackies in between. I've said this multiple times and I will say it until I'm blue in the face. Eat the snacks. Snacks are life. If you're not snacking, literally, what are you doing? I can't stand people who say they don't snack and they don't eat, like they try not to snack. And it's like, why? You need calories. Your body needs calories. Your body needs fuel. If you're not hitting that and you're under eating significantly, you're not hitting your gains and you're not making gains and you're just making your body do the complete opposite than what it wants to do. So if you're someone who struggles to hit their calories every day because you find that it's very hard to do with just eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and if you find that it's hard to do with protein, because let's take the 120 grams of protein, right? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, that's three meals. 120 divided by three, that's 40 grams of protein you would need to eat in just breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's a lot of fucking protein (laughs) in a meal. So divide it up, have some snacks in between. And this can be where you supplement. You can do a yogurt mixed with protein powder and some berries on top. You can do a shake. You can do a protein bar. You figure out what you want to do. You can do like a nice mini charcuterie board with some salami and cheese and olives and make it look all cute with some crackers. Like eat the snacks and enjoy them and let them help fuel you. Now, this is different than eating snacks like Doritos and Fritos. And I don't even know why am I blinking right now? Um, Tootsie Rolls. (laughs) Those are different snack fields. Aim for the first one. Get your whole foods in, get your protein into anything you can. And yes, this is how you get your pro. This is how you reach your protein goal every day. Now that we're clear on what protein is, why it's important and how much we need to be eating daily, let's talk about the sources. You have the blueprint. Now let's talk about how to actually build the house. And by the house, I mean how to turn your body and your physique into nice, lean, toned muscle 
the real food because as the saying goes, abs are made in the kitchen. And that is because what you eat ultimately determines your physique and your outcome. And getting adequate protein in daily, not just once, not just twice. Yes, you can give yourself a pat on the back for getting it done once and twice, but give yourself an even bigger pat on the back for hitting your protein daily six days out of the week. Um, It's important because, no, that was not what I was going to say. I totally forgot where my train of thought was going. But anyway, let's talk about how you're going to get there. There's obvious sources that we all know protein is. We know protein is in animal products, specifically meats and poultry. When you're looking to build lean muscle, you can go about it different ways depending on your goals. If you're bulking and you're eating in a calorie surplus, you can obviously have a lot more leeway with the quality you're getting in. However, when you're looking to cut weight and you're looking to really lean and shred down, you really want to focus on lean protein. So the only difference between the leaner animal proteins and the I guess not as lean animal proteins is the not as lean ones have a higher fat content. So if you can afford the fats and you prefer it, because honestly, the fats are where the taste is. Like I'm telling you right now, any steakhouse you go to or any burger you're eating, it tastes so good when you eat it at a restaurant, but they're definitely not using the leanest cut of beef. So, you know, you gotta, it's, you know, it's balanced. You gotta play around with it. You gotta see what works, what doesn't. and Shabang, shabang. Um, when we're talking about hitting adequate protein daily, you want to focus on lean protein. So this is something like chicken breast, 99.1 ground chicken, 99.1 ground turkey, deli turkey, deli chicken. I believe deli ham is also pretty lean. I just personally don't eat ham, so I'm not quite sure about the macros on ham and pork and things like that. But Let's go on to what I do know. In the similar ground category of ground chicken, ground turkey, we have ground beef, which I believe the leanest is 96.4. I don't, or maybe 97.3 actually. Yeah. And that just means that out of the whole thing, 97% of it is lean and then 3% of it is fat. So that's just how you look at the numbers. Obviously you want to be closer to that 99.1. But again, ground beef just naturally is higher in fat. It's not a crazy amount, as you can see. But again, just something to keep in mind. Filet and sirloin and skirt steak are also relatively lower fat options that also provide you with a solid source of protein if you are more of a meat guy or gal. So those are your animal sources of protein. Those are some big ones. Um, And then you have eggs and egg whites that are, I guess, technically animal products because they come from the egg, which come from the chicken. Moving on into fish proteins, tuna, scallops, tilapia, cod, branzino, if you wanna get fancy, scallops. I just didn't realize I said that already. These are all really lean sources of fish. A lot of the white fish you have or you see is very lean. Salmon, while it's delicious, has a solid amount of fat. So again, if you can afford the fats and if you have the calories and the macros a lot for that, opt for the salmon because salmon is delicious. However, if you do not, like I currently am, 
at a lower fat because I'm in a calorie deficit, then you can opt for other fish seafood sources. Shrimp is also very, very lean. And I feel like it's so underrated. But yeah, don't skip on these sources. Dairy. We have milks. And I'm talking OG milk. I'm not talking almond milk. I'm not talking about oat milk. Maybe soy milk because it does have soy protein in it. However, you're really going to get the most protein and the most bang for your buck when it comes to protein with whole milk. And that's it. It really, I mean, whole milk has been demonized so much lately and I don't quite see why and I'm really not understanding why. But if you want to talk about macros and in terms of like health and fitness and cutting season and bulking season and whatnot, whole food is going to, whole food. (laughs) Whole milk is going to be your best option. Then we have cheese. Cheese, again, it's great protein. However, you do have to be careful with the fat content as well. There are cheeses like mozzarella, which are slightly lower in fat, and you can obviously buy low fat or non fat cheese and just make it work for you. Like those have great protein in them as well. Um, Yogurt, huge one. Greek yogurt, regular yogurt, whatever yogurt you want. They now have like Oikos, I think is the brand or I don't know. I feel like anytime you walk into the grocery store now, everything says protein. It's like high protein yogurt, high protein orange juice, protein packed applesauce. And it's like people are just throwing out the word protein left and right. And then you look at the nutrition label and you look at the macros and it's like two grams of protein. And it's like, okay, well, that's not a lot of protein, but What we're talking about here has a solid amount of protein. Moving on from dairy, we have vegetarian sources. Tofu, tempeh, beans are a great source of protein if you aren't a meat eater. And you can really play around with them. Like you can make burgers, you can make wraps, sandwiches, quesadillas, bakes, pasta dishes. Like you can do a lot with not having to rely on animal sources which is awesome. And I'm not going to include like the fake mock burgers and chicken nuggets and things like that, because I really want you to take away from this episode, the whole nutrient dense sources of protein, not like the mock ones, because the mock ones also have a lot of shit in them that probably aren't the best ingredients. So just what we're focusing on today is whole foods. And ironically, pivoting into it, um, supplements, which is not a whole food source, but again, snackies are saviors and snackies help us to reach our goal and especially our protein, our calorie goal. So if you are someone who physically cannot eat 40 grams of protein in one sitting, like I cannot, then snackies are going to be your best friend. So these are things like protein powders. It's an obvious one. Protein bars protein drinks. Like I'm a huge fair life girly, a core power girly. I love those drinks. I think they are delicious. And I am fully aware that someone else may drink them and think they taste like chalk, but to me, they're delicious. And you know, it is what it is. Come see, come saw. And those are just some great sources of protein. Now we're going to, oh my God, I can't believe I freaking forgot cottage cheese. Oh my goodness. I can't believe I forgot that in my dairy section. I did a whole episode on cottage cheese 
Oh my goodness. Okay. I just added that into my notes, even though I already spoke about that section, but cottage cheese we love over here. And now for the big reveal and the main plot or point of this episode, ways to sneak extra protein in. Yes, we want to build our plate with a source of intentional protein, like chicken. Why am I blanking? I just built that whole intro up and now I just watched it like all collapse in front of me. Okay, let's try that again. You have chicken, you have a hamburger, you have a filet, you have grilled shrimp, whatever you have, you have your source of protein. You obviously have your nutrient-dense carbs, like some potatoes, rice, sourdough bread, quinoa. You guys know what nutrient-dense carbs are. And of course, you need your fruits and vegetables. You have a mango salsa on the side. You have some roasted broccolini. You have a nice side salad that you made with some chickpeas, red peppers, cucumbers, feta, red onion, black olives, whatever it is. You have your built-in plate. And that's awesome. That really is great. But now, how can we elevate it and add extra protein in? Because unless you want to eat half a plate of chicken, which I don't think anyone wants to do because it's quite frankly very gross and you're going to get so sick of it very quickly, we need to get protein in other ways. So looking at our list of obvious sources, we're going to combine the two. We're going to play around with them. We're going to make magic out of a molehill. So what we do is ways to sneak extra protein in. The obvious one, increase your serving size. For example, if you're eating three ounces of protein, stop. You need to be eating four ounces of protein. Maybe even you're eating five ounces of protein in your one meal. Increase it little by little. If you start at three ounces, go up to 3.5 go up to four, go up to 4.5, et cetera, over time. By that, I mean over weeks. You're not going to eat three ounces one day, then 3.5 the next day. Not how life works. You need to increase gradually because it can also get a lot. And if we're being completely honest, if you're someone who eats a lot of protein, you know, like, you know, it sometimes gets a little gassy and smelly. So Like I know I physically can't eat more than like four ounces of protein in a sitting or I cannot be around anyone for the next few hours. So just something to keep in mind. And because not all of us are the rock and we can't eat a whole plate full of chicken, we're going to stick it in other ways. So first things first, eat about four ounces of protein and increase your protein size. Second, I'm going to bring it back to cottage cheese because I literally left her out of my list, but I wrote a full, uh, not wrote, wrote, I did write and record and publish a full episode on how much I love her. And I just forgot about her. So we're going to bring it back to cottage cheese. I'm telling you, cottage cheese is literally the goat of ways to sneak in protein. She is a shining star on that. What you're going to do, and I know it's a texture thing. I get it because it freaks me out sometimes too at first, or it did freak me out. Now we're cool. But you're going to take your cottage cheese, you're going to blend it up and add it into your smoothie. When you make your smoothie with a frozen banana and a scoop of protein powder and some frozen blueberries and frozen raspberries, some chia seeds, 
I don't know, whatever else you want to add in and some milk and water, whatever. You're also going to add in some cottage cheese because she packs in a lot of extra grams of protein. Now, if you're not into smoothies, what you're going to do is you're still going to blend a cottage cheese. Like you can just take the whole tub and blend it in. And then you're going to add ranch seasoning to make ranch, a healthy ranch, healthy version of ranch. And you're going to dip your carrots in there. When you make your little plate for a snacky, you're going to have a handful of nuts. You're going to have some cubed cheese, maybe some baby bells, maybe some mozzarella balls, maybe some string cheese. And then you're going to have your homemade cottage cheese ranch, and you're going to dip some celery and carrots and some crackers into it. Or you're still going to blend your cottage cheese. And then you're going to add some sun-dried tomatoes, maybe some fresh tomatoes too. You can also blend it with tomato sauce. Find your favorite tomato sauce, your vodka sauce, your Maybe you even do mix of barbecue sauce. I don't know. Do what you want to do. I found a really good artichoke sauce at Trader Joe's and I blended it with that. And then when you're making your dinner, when you're making pasta and you have your red lentil pasta or your high protein barilla pasta in there boiling and then you drain it, you're going to then mix in your cottage cheese sauce with that pasta and then you're going to add in your ground beef or your meatballs or your ground, not ground, your grilled diced chicken with some broccoli. And you're going to have a nice higher protein meal. Now you're still not done with cottage cheese. We are going to blend up your cottage cheese. I'm telling you, once you blend the cottage cheese, it's not that gross and it's not that like weird, but you're going to blend your cottage cheese and then you're going to blend protein powder with it. And then you're going to let that sit in the freezer so that when you take it out, you're going to top it with some fresh fruit and some mini Trader Joe's chocolate and peanut butter cups. And you're going to have yourself a nice high protein ice cream that you made yourself. And my favorite thing to do with cottage cheese is I don't blend it because I'm honestly just lazy. But what you're going to do is in a pan, you're going to grill some vegetables, saute some vegetables, whatever you want to do, whatever vegetables you have. You're going to mix cottage cheese and two eggs in a bowl, and you're going to really whisk it until the cottage cheese starts breaking up. And then you're going to scramble that. And you are going to get the fluffiest, creamiest scrambled eggs ever. And I like to put mine on top of some sourdough toast. And I like to put the chili onion crunch, chili, the chili, chili why can I not talk? You're going to put the chili onion crunch from Trader Joe's on top of that and boom, you are done with breakfast. I'm so hungry now and I just ate breakfast, but talking about the protein is just giving me such a craving. So that's an, like I joke, but cottage cheese really is such a great way to sneak in extra protein throughout the day. It can take your meal from 25 grams of protein to 30 or 35. And that's just going to get you closer to that goal of how much protein you want to be eating per meal. Aside from cottage cheese, the next option to help get extra protein in is to opt for higher protein carbs. So when it comes to things like pasta, yes, pasta is delicious. And that, oh, like when your Nona makes it, that OG Italian style pasta is phenomenal. But when you're looking to get extra protein in, one of the things you can swap is you can do chickpea pasta, edamame pasta, black bean pasta. Usually any veggie-based pasta is going to be higher in protein. This includes lentil pasta as well. 
Or honestly, like I said before, brands like Barilla literally say protein plus. And if you look at the macros from a regular Barilla pasta to a Barilla plus protein pasta, I want to say it's like a 10 gram increase in protein. And while they may, that may not seem like a lot, that's 10 extra grams of protein you're getting into your one meal. And that's 10 grams of protein closer you are to hitting your goal. And to be honest, protein pastas and any vegetable paste pastas, they taste pretty similar. Chickpea pasta is the only one I notice a distinct difference in. But other ones, especially once you mix it with the sauces and your proteins and your vegetables, they don't really taste that different. So something to keep in mind. And similarly, higher protein breads. Just look at the macros. Take two breads at the grocery store, flip them over, look at the nutrition label and see what is what, like what's going on. What has more protein? What doesn't? Nate's a name drop. Dave's Killer Bread not only has delicious tasting bread, but their macros are phenomenal. So something to keep in mind, it is a little bit pricier, but it's delicious. Or something like sourdough bread is great because it's fermented and it's going to help with your gut and all of that jazz. Beans. We said that's a great source of protein. It's also a great source of protein and fiber to add into your meals. So if you're making a salad, throw some beans in and you, your insides will thank you. (laughs) I'm kidding. Um, I'm really not kidding though, but they are a great added source of protein to add in to meals. And, um, I'll go that one. Bone broth. Listen, I'm not a bone broth girly. I think drinking bone broth is so gross. And to me, it tastes so gross. And just the thought of having a cup of it is gross to me. (laughs) However, when you are cooking rice or pastas, or you're making a sauce, instead of adding water or creams, use bone broth because that is such a great source of protein that again, you're adding into your meals. So if you think about a meal that has higher protein pasta. It has four ounces of chicken. It has a cottage cheese based sauce and it has bone broth in there. You're looking to hit that 40 grams of protein in that meal. Honestly, maybe even 50, who knows at this point, but now we're just adding all the protein in. You'd obviously don't have to add all these sources. You can pick and choose which way you want to bump up your protein, but definitely bump it up two out of these ways. It just helps you reach your goal and it helps take the whole thought and the whole defeatedness of, I can't reach my protein. 120 grams is too high, blah, blah, blah. Like it takes all that out of it, the equation. And these are ways to help you reach that goal. So, but also if you like bone broth then just drink it, like I don't, I think it's gross, but you can add chicken to it. You can add veggies, you can add ramen and you have yourself a little hearty soup bowl especially since the weather on Long Island has dropped back down to now it's cold again and it's just weird. I don't know what's going on, but a nice bowl of ramen sounds pretty good now. And the last way to sneak in protein is again, just snack, snack smarter. I freaking love snacks. And again, I will tell you this forever. I tell everyone this snacking is good for you. You need to snack. Snacking is for the soul. But you need to snack smarter. When you have your snacks, get at least two protein sources on there. If you want to do half a protein bar on top of a yogurt, top with some blueberries, 
and a drizzle of peanut butter, then have at it. If you want to do some protein pancakes with peanut butter while well, I'm like in a dessert phase apparently right now, let's, well, you can do that too, but let's go into savory. I'm telling you mini charcuterie boards are my favorite thing to do. You have some crackers, you have either hummus, you can make a cottage cheese dip, you have baby bell cheese, you have some type of meat. So you can do jerky, you can do sliced turkey, sliced chicken, prosciutto. Well, that's a little high in fat, but you know, you play around with it. You make it your own and you have some veggies like crudite, olives, whatever your heart wants. Maybe you want some fruit. I don't know, whatever fits your boat, but snack smarter. And don't be afraid to eat the Rice Krispie because the Rice Krispie treat is only 90 calories and it's not going to make or break your day. And I think that's it. There's so many ways to add an extra protein. And this is just a basic list, but again, feel free to combine two or more of these to really help bump up that protein factor in your meals. If you're taking something like avocado toast, use a higher protein bread. Instead of putting just avocado, mix it with cottage cheese. And if the texture freaks you out, then blend the cottage cheese first and then mix it with the avocado so it still looks green, but you're getting extra protein in and then top it with two eggs. And there you have about 30 to 35 grams of protein instead of, I don't even know, like five grams of protein that a typical avocado toast would have if it's just bread and avocado. And that's my TED Talk for the day. This is how you sneak in extra protein. I don't know how I always run out of time. I just get so excited and so into the episodes that I just start rambling, but it's fine. Um, This was honestly one of my favorite episodes to record. I've told you once and I'll tell you again, snacking is life. And I can talk about protein and fitness for hours if given the opportunity. So I hope something resonated with you. I hope you learned something. I hope you learned how to sneak in extra protein. And I hope you're going to go hit your protein goal daily. And I hope you're going to get those gains and eat your protein because protein is life. And I will see you next week. Have a great week.